What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth. As always, we're back with another podcast. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys. Y'all done a crazy job, you know, listening to the, the mm. last podcast. Y'all really did that up. Uh, um, mucho bueno. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just glad that we could provide content like that for y'all to listen to. And it be as entertaining as it is. Um, like we always say, even at towards the end, y'all can hit us up. Let us know if y'all want to reach out to us and y'all got any special topics or y'all want to be featured on the um, podcast. Because, like I said, we here for it. We want all the smoke. Mm-hmm. So, um, like a thief in the night. So, y'all, today... Um, you know, I've been thinking since that last podcast, I kind of want to do like a a series on relationships, mm. like in that spectrum, because relationships is such a wide range topic, you know, from from, you know, marriage to open relationships, abusive relationships. You know, it's just a whole bunch mm. of, you know, um, stuff to be covered within that and you know, um, I'm gonna work on like interviewing people and having people featured that um, and that are open to feature and share their their stories and their experiences. So um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on that. Y'all can look forward to that because um, we're gonna have a lot, lot to talk about, crazy stuff. But today we're gonna talk about what do we say wrong? Um, Wrong relationships. Wrong relationships. Uh, I guess you could say like slash toxic relationships. Um, so basically, we just going to speak on our experiences and um, what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to yeah. kick it off or, you, or oh. should I kick it off? Oh, I'll let you kick it off. You okay. Um, so my first say wrong relationship slash toxic relationship was when I was in high school with a certain person. Uh, her name was uh, Ty. And she was... Uh, it, it started off great, but, um, you know, um, chameleons always change with the the scenery. So, um, I, we started off cool... Um, beautiful girl great personality but as it got deeper into the relationship you know things began to fall apart and we all know that (laughs) when you when you're in a situation you can't see shit Mm. You blind. Mm, mm. Yo, you yeah. the blind is bad. You one of the three blind mices on Shrek Hell right yeah. there. What? How you doing? Right? <laughs> she <need to>? <laughs> <laughs> you it's think like, you dipping it in there in the pee and you might be getting her yeah, in uh, the other hole right there. <laughs> Just that blind. It's crazy because like that. And I don't know if it's like it's if it's like planned, but you know. A person almost never well if they do show you their true they true colors in the beginning, it's it's more like subliminally it's hidden. Mm. Um but you have to peep it. But I feel like the inside the excitement of being in a new relationship or 
even talking to somebody, vibing with somebody, you're like, oh, you know, I'm talking to this girl. You ain't, she look good. You know, mm-hmm. you like, damn, like shit is, shit is popping off. So you really not looking out for shit. And especially like if you don't have that great of experience with relationships or females, because at that time I didn't. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I feel like a big problem too when I when I was younger um, is that you know I wouldn't get to know a person, and that's I feel like that's ex- extremely important now that I'm older to get to know a person, see you know kind of fan out their mannerisms and mm-hmm. see if I could actually not that I can't deal with it, but do I want to? Or like how, you know, the old saying goes, don't lay with no one that you ain't ready to have a kid by. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, because like shit, when shit pop off, shit hit the fan, um, you like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when I was younger. So um, I met Ty and um, we were cool. We ended up popping in a relationship. First, first red flag that I should have known, she lied about her age. Oh no! <laughs> Even though, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I at that time, I believe I was seventeen. She said she was sixteen. Damn! But she was actually fifteen. Damn, brother, she wanted to dig that bad. That's that's, that's crazy. I thought I was just. I she, thought it was because I was a cute ass nigga, but I guess not. Uh, hey, nigga, if I got it, got dealings because shit, your girl lying one age up. Oh, she was really interested in you. Yeah, and so like that. I made you didn't get her pregnant, man. <laughs> if I did, I'm pretty sure I would have been in jail. <laughs> but uh, oh, shit, that type of toxic, you see. <laughs> um. So that was the first red flag. She had lied about her age, and when I found out, I was already at the point to where like, oh, the girl's interested in me. I'm immersed in it. You know, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna drop this off. Nah, yeah. So um you drop this so you try to keep it on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> so um what did we we got together and the second red flag was when we went out on our first date. Ooh. First date Ooh. because that's the, that's at that time I didn't you know I'm young. Seven job interview right there. She I passed didn't, I, I didn't have a car. Um, so ultimately I was on my parents' time and I remember, you know, we set up the date. Um, you know, my parents was doing what they had plans and you can't impede your plans on your parents' plan. So mm-hmm. it didn't work like that. So I w- I was late getting there. She was already there, I was late getting there. And the second red flag popped up when she called me and I was in the car with my parents and she just started cursing me out. She started going up. She cursed you out? Yeah. And she was late? No, I was late. Oh. She was waiting on me to come and I was like, you know, I'm on my parents' time, you know, they're taking me there right now, but I was late. So, um... A little girl treating you like a grown man. (laughs) That's some shit. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) You still is just a teen. (laughs) You still is just a teen. (laughs) And so, like, the crazy part about it, she was so loud that my my parents heard her. And that that struck my parents in a way that's like, okay, 
She's she's a tad bit disrespectful. So um, yeah, you know you know there's a term for that. When they when they sound too loud, they're ratchet. Ratchet like that tool. You know how that tool be. Everybody hear that shit. When the clock's back, that's what she's doing. Oh lord, damn. So um. That the date was cool, but I end up fucking it up because, and I think that date I lost my I lost my virginity, wasn't the best. Uh, Damn! <laughs> oh shit! He should have found him a whop. And at the end, <laughs> what I fucked it up because there was this girl that I was attempting to get with before she hopped in, and I gave my chips to her. Um, that I was still friends with and she didn't like the she knew that, you know, me and that girl had that dynamic. So that uh-huh. at that night, um, the girl ended up texting me and she was like, Oh, I'm baking cookies with you while we were talking about cookies and she's so happy. She snatched my I hate when females snatch your phone out your hand, like Ooh. you pay for this fucking phone. Ooh. Bitch, you treat me like you my mama. That's, that's mama zone. You don't ever do me like how my mama would try to do me. Nah. Girl, you out of line. You act like my girl and you sit there and you act. You don't touch. Out of, out of, what? Oh, so, no, that's mama. She seen like that, that I was talking to the girl and she got mad. She got upset, but... And it, which was understandable, but the fact that she was like, y'all talking about cookies, y'all could mean anything. I'm like, we said baking cookies, like... You don't bake titties. <laughs> like, you know, so you what you bake, think? You don't bake no pussy, you, like... You, you reaching that, damn, you reaching you that damn reaching. far. And, Shit, I'm talking about and baking and that, You cookies. just took my virginity, so what are you talking about? Shit, if anything, I don't, you don't bake my damn dough, girl. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Turned it into a long hackies. Yeah, you baked the dough and um, turned into that little twisted donut, girl. Exactly, bro. And throughout the long. relationship, it was crazy shit that happened. And you know, um, I all the signs were present. I just wasn't catching on to them. Um, and I don't want to say that she was toxic, but the fact that we were together was toxic. Oh, um. And it could, like, I, reason why being I don't say she's toxic because she easily could have, you know, connected differently with somebody else. Um, there was times where, um, one time in particular, where um, I don't think she was over her ex. Mm-hmm. And so um, there was one time where we were sitting together and I, her ex was a recurring issue in the beginning, in Damn the first exes. year. And she had asked me, she asked me the dumbest fucking question. She was like, um, oh, would you mind? Uh, I want to be with you, but I want to be with him at the same time. What the fuck <laughs> type of shit is that? Right. I don't want you to have <laughs> the fuck bitch on me. Like, bitch, uh, I don't need being no more show trying to figure out who the damn exactly. kid is. Exactly. And then you're going to try to say it's me because I'm more interesting than that little lame nigga. Goddamn. Fuck all that shit. I'm like, God damn, what the hell? And then um, I was like, what the fuck? She was like, can I be in an open relationship? What's open relationship. Hell no. Bitch, think I'm a swinger. <laughs> I ain't well, bitch. Here, <laughs> cut you that shit cut, out. You gonna come to me with a dirty mouth and a dirty pussy? No. 
Uh, Hell uh, no, I'm not sharing. I don't know who's going first. All I know is somebody's getting the second. Hey, bitch, is you, share, is you share size? Is you king size? Girl, and I don't want it. You ain't got two pussy hoes, girl. You only got one. Okay, <laughs> you said, so I'm about the 149, not the, not the 199, <laughs> not the share uh, bag. I ain't that now. Somebody's being Mr. Milkman first. <laughs> Somebody. Other, other guys just picking it up. <laughs> Somebody got to come first. But uh, that that was one. Another one was when um, I was with Will and Todd, and she completely turned my boy Will off. Like, that was crazy. Um, she was being such a such an a-hole. And yeah, um, we end up, we argued all the fucking time. That was a red flag, too. And she was like, uh, "Arguments, facts." Curious question: Why do people, why, why do certain particular women find argument, arguing with a motherfucker just, uh, just find like, it lively, lively to liven up? I'm like, goddamn, that's that confusing to me, as fuck to, to me. To me, I'm like, if the argument is getting unhealthy, I'm like, you don't, no, no, you you want to put it to a bare minimum at least. It's unnecessary at certain points, especially when it's issues that are like a, like Man, a fucking good. lint in the pocket. That shit tiny, bruh, to be arguing about. Um, they say it could, like, trigger other things, like, you know, like, maybe, I don't know. I It's really hard to pinpoint it. Um, I can't even... Uh, Lions say that sometimes we don't start arguments because, I mean, sometimes not as often. If there's not a, re- a real reason why I need to, you know, um, rally about something, I'm not going to do it just for fun. That don't make any sense to me. But um, I don't know. Like, you begin to think it's in a female's nature almost, you know, mm-hmm. to argue and to to... to fuss with you because the shit is crazy. It's like, are we really arguing over this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, for example, like one time, what was it? We were talking about celebrities and and I said something about a celebrity and got upset. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, I'm never going to, I'm not saying never, but it's, it's less likely that I'm going to even it meet this female mm-hmm. so what you tripping for yeah well and y'all talk about like what celebrity are you a bone if you meet him or something like something that? like that like yeah some to that extent to where we were commenting like saying oh she fine as hell or i would get with that or something you know and that just i guess mm. i'm like are you are you dead ass serious mm-mm-mm you know, that, it brings me an interesting part on one of my ex. I remember we had the same, one of my ex, we had the same, the same discussion on celebs, but it was a little bit different. She was talking about in the damn relationship. Like, okay, if you meet this celebrity, uh, and let's say you met this particular, I forgot her name, uh, the one that's dating Nick Jonas. Her, her little fine ass. Oh, shit, he got a fine ass wife. But uh, I forgot her. Like the, um, she like, Middle Eastern, yeah. Oh, she is. Oh, just a goddess look right there, bro. When I look, oh, Jesus, it's just something about she's just one of them women that just when she walks in the building, there's too many attention always looking at her, just always looking at her. But she, I was saying, okay, if it if 
scenario, she's like, okay, what if it happened in real life? And we meet this person, and that person wants to sleep with us. Would you be cool with that? Like, hell no. I don't want you. And because one of the guys she described was Mario Lopez. I don't know saying if the guy was ugly or even handsome looking. I still would be like, no. You said Mario Lopez? Yeah. I'm so like, would you let them or would you? She's asking, would you let your spouse sleep with that person? Would it be cool, all right for your spouse to sleep with that person, even though that's just a one-time experience? Like, motherfucker, no, no. who the fuck are you fooling with one-time experience? <laughs> if you get a taste of the meal, you will want more of that meal if it tastes Especially good. Especially if he wanted it out of you. Especially too. you already craved that meal like it was good. It was like, girl, that's like saying that you ain't after you seen Popeye's chicken sandwich on seen the whole publicity. That you assume that if you try, you ain't gonna want to try it again. Price, That's value, and all, motherfucker, you lying to yourself. You would try that shit again He's and again. This time, it's it's not it's not it's in secret. Hell no. She like, but what if? No, what ifs? I wouldn't even sleep with the girl I even I chose because I believe in morals. Because if I do that with myself, then mm-hmm. I have to allow your ass to do it. I don't want to allow your ass to do it. So that's why I'm that's taking away from me. That's the way to break the walls. Yeah. Because then guess what? Because then guess what? What happens is this scenario, and this is people don't even question that, ask themselves in this question. You got to sleep with that person, and she got to sleep with that person. But the difference is, what if a person she slept with? Got attached to her, and now I want to out from his his nice family. That's an entanglement. Now he want to out from his family, and she already interested in him. That's why she allowed it. But then the girl that you slept with wasn't interested in you like that, just only for a fling. Mm. You lost your relationship by allowing this shit. Like damn near like Will Smith and Jada. You almost lost your relationship, brother. For y'all now, we gonna say uh, allegedly being swingers. Shit's not worth it at the end of the day. Shit, uh-uh. I'm greedy. I want all my cookies and what's on my plate to myself. Oh, amen. I don't want to share what's on my plate with you when you got a whole plate right there. Hell no, nah, nigga. Mm-hmm. You keep your plate over there. Hell no, nah, this ain't no brotherly love. Oh, it's just brotherly love. Hell no. Nah. Sharing ain't always caring. It's too damn caring, if anything. I ain't and that that's, caring. Um, that too, because like that's... I guess that's dipping into, like, open relationships. Um, something that I could never understand. An open relationship is just something that... It, I don't even know how that thing fucking exists. Because an open relationship, in my opinion, is no relationship at all. Mm-hmm. Simply because there's a there's supposed to be a certain commitment and um, obligation. You, have, you create an obligation when you hop in a relationship. Like, this is the person I'm going to devote my time to, that I'm going to, uh, you know, this is the only person I'm going to do sexual activities mm-hmm. with, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's no exclu- exclusiveness involved. Exactly. And the, yeah. And I mean, I know uh, we were talking about it the other time with Todd and he's like, other people see it different. And I, I mean, I, I agree with that. You can have your opinion of it, but... It's like the general baseline of a relationship is, like you said, the exclusivity mm-hmm. of two individuals. Yeah. Now, when you bring in other people, then it's no point of having a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just a... Um, now, basically, like friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah basically. 
Y'all go out together. Y'all fuck each other and others. <laughs> That's for yeah, like benefit. goddamn monkeys. I don't know why people. I I personally feel like people just have a problem with mixing the two too much. I'm like, because friends benefit is the purpose of a open relationship. When you think about it, cause you, it is a relationship in mm-hmm. essence. Y'all just friends, which y'all have a relationship beyond other people. So you can say, yeah, that's a relationship right there. And, and I say it's not a... You guys are consistent, so it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all are consistent with each other. That's not a relationship. Because like, now it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's... Like it, the relationship, like we say, like I just said, it's for the exclusive, exclusive. Ah, shit! I said it was right exclusive. Exclusivity, whatever. Take it. I don't know what you. I was trying to look for what the fuck you trying to say. Exclusivity. There you go. And um, it just takes away from that. Like, um, I've been in a friends with benefits situation, and um, what I can say about it, um. It doesn't make you want to pursue it. From, from a male's point of view, speaking for myself, too, it didn't make me want to pursue a, a relationship further with that person. Mm-hmm. It it made me comfortable, you know. Um, and, you know, the fact that, you know, this is consistent. So it's almost like to the point to where, like, if you want it, you got it. It's here. Mm-hmm. But um, if you want to try something different... You could go and try something different. And it's like, okay. But at the same time, you could still go back here. So mm-hmm. it's it didn't make it didn't motivate me to want to um stay with this person because I truly enjoyed them and, and wanted to take it upon myself to uh you know um keep it to myself away from the world. Mm-hmm. Now nah, it was just like, you know, um we get the uh convenient sex or sexual activities, you know, this cool convo, cool person to hang mm-hmm. out with. But I don't have that obligation to where it's like, okay, it's just you and me right now. Yeah. You know, or I got to I got to stay to you. Nah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it did, yeah, so I don't know about other people, but and how it works for them, but I don't see how. There's no motivation. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing to look forward to or to try or build up mm-hmm. to. Not even the game from. Yeah. You yeah. can't even truly trust a person. That's not trust because it's like, oh, you trust them to come back, but. That's it. But I mean. You can't even say this person now is sleeping with someone because. To be honest, yeah. That's no trust at all. Shit. Me, all relationship is just a, a bond to say, hey, I'm open to become a cut code. <laughs> That's what it is. Cut code could be man or woman. It's you. You just watch. You basically knowing is, is almost close to not watching someone. Yeah, it's like telling, yeah, telling somebody. Because the only difference is, at least you ain't got to see the whole graphic thing. But look, I'm yeah, like, would you like to see your spouse fucking someone in front of you and you ain't there doing nothing? Just imagine that. Now, now that is her far bet, huh? Yeah, seeing someone going in and out, yeah, and I mean, catching that person moan. And you guys, y'all facts. should be thinking that when y'all be before you say you weren't going to open relationship. Just imagine you watch some other dude penetrating your girl. Just imagine that she's moaning, she's saying his name, <laughs> and she oh she curling them toes. 
Oh Lord, oh Lord. And, and you know you want to kill a nigga it, after that. Thinking yeah, about it make you want to kill yeah, a motherfucker. The crazy part about it too is that women naturally get attached more than than males. Well, see, and that's why I say it's like women is different. See, guys, I'm not saying all guys, but most guys. When you look at difference in sexes, how they choose, let's say it's in the type of open relationships. See, a man would choose a person that's probably sexually appealing. That's really what it is when it comes to open relationships. It's just a sexual appeal about that person to them. A woman would choose a guy to sleep with based off of future relationship calls. See, that's the difference between y'all, men and women. One choose bases on the future, just in case it doesn't work mm-hmm. out with you. That person who you allowed her to get digged by is going to be the next boyfriend. So you let her to fuck her scout, which she was scouting. <laughs> That's what you just did. <laughs> now, she allowed you to fuck someone that you ain't scouting like that. That's deep. That's tough. <laughs> so think about That's that tough. before you ever go on an open relationship. That's a nice way to think about it. Because women don't look for always flings. They know they can get that. They can get that with easy. What they're looking for is a potential backup relationship. And if you have an open relationship, you are allowing her to have a backup relationship. That means if she divorced your ass, the new boyfriend is the one you allowed her to fuck. Because usually in open relationships, it's always some sentimental value. Exactly. And that's what um, I was saying. Like, women naturally get attached. So, Like and, Will and Jada's example. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't have to necessarily be. It, you just have to, like, you don't even have to implement much to buy it. Like, I've experienced it by having sex with somebody or, you know, it's been occasions where, yeah. like, you just, y'all was just fucking and all of a sudden it's like, mm-hmm. now she, she you know, she want to be in a relationship with you. Because like, you was just a potential relationship yeah. from the start. You I was, just gave her some dick. Like, what happened? And that's why I say it's a different in mindset. And so now it's like, okay, now you, you supposedly trusted your, 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 your spouse to um come back and you know but now she's created this this 11 11 she's created this this outside source to where like you know she's she's feeling that person right right and now you could be be potentially losing uh-huh. You you know, and it's crazy, like, cause it's not it's not a win win situation. Situation you think, cause you um, you got your at home, then you got your outside, you got your main, and you got your uh-huh. side meal. It's like too many end, platters, motherfucker. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> at the end of the day, the male is still at the losing end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, it always is. I mean, look at it, Will Smith and Jada Pickett. I'm pretty sure everybody say, well, Will Smith probably cheated too. Yeah, he, he probably have. You're right. He probably have. I'm going to say hypothetically. Hypothetically. But guess what? You, th- back to my example. He cheated with people he only seen sexually appealing. She cheated with peop- uh, people, and we come to find out that she deemed relationship appealing. Two different things. And she chose at the time where their marriage was rocky. So that was a scout she was doing. (laughs) 
And just imagine if it did work mm-hmm. out with August. It's like then she, she left the marriage and boom, August is a new thing. It's the same thing with Scotty Pippen and his girl, his little young thing. He decided to marry. Dumb Stu- ass. Stupid ass motherfucker. But look, dumbass. So those who don't know. See, Scott Pippen, he got this little young, fine little cat. Young and fine. I must say, she was like in her 20, 21. She was super young. She, man, he gave, man, she went and fucked Future. Now, she said it was an accident, but look, let me tell you something. Let me me put you on a little bit of game, brothers. Even sisters, too. Whenever a spout cheats, think about it. They got prepared. You have to pre-plan usually this shit. Sometimes it's spontaneous, but you pre-plan. Now, see, you, I don't find cheating forever forgiven. I find that's the way. Get the hell out of that relationship. Because, one, you got to put thought in it. Two, you got to go to that destination. Now, three, during that destination, you're probably knocking on the door, waiting for that person. All these areas are thinking points areas in the midst before you commit the act. Mm -hmm. You had enough time to say this ain't right. But obviously in that moment, this is right to you. (laughs) Because I've like I've cheated before and it's and I can definitely speak from that since it's not. It's not easy dealing with it because the fact, of course, after you did it, you hold that, that certain thought. amount of guilt. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like after oh, the fact, fucking fact, yeah. you're like, yo. But it's the... When, you, when there's something good, I yeah. <laughs> But also, like, I feel like... I And I don't know if um, the reasons between, you know, males and females... I don't know if we should split it like that. You know, male's reasoning for cheating is different from female's reasoning of cheating. But um, I could definitely say, like, my area where it went down is because I wasn't receiving, you know, what I wanted. And I will say, male is more sexually. Yeah. A a sexual uh, thing that will occur. And I mean, because, like, I don't know if, if as an adult, I feel like we should already know that sex is important. If you don't think sex is important or I w- it's not the most important, but it's it's very it's an important um, uh, area of your relationship. And if you don't think that, then I don't think you're an adult yet. Mm. Um, but when you're not receiving that, if that area, if that department is not being, you know, um, attended to it, it is going to um you know, spark some some type of thought of like, okay, if I if I can't get it here, then I'm gonna get it somewhere else, mm-hmm. and that's the that's our first thing is like, you know, when you're going through that, you, you your first thought is not you know to um, to do the right thing. It's more so mm-hmm. that you're trying to get attention in a way. Oh yeah, you know, like hey, like look look. Like, look at me type of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you sometimes you say some hurtful shit to to try to uh, make that person think. Like, I don't know um, if anybody has ever said, but I know I definitely said, like, uh, you know, if you don't do it, somebody else will. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's facts. Yeah, and, I and think... we shouldn't think like that, but it's it's facts. Mm-hmm. And like I always say, there's it, just the reason. There's a reasoning behind everything, but your reasoning doesn't make it an excuse because Ooh, it's still yeah. wrong at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know? That's right. It was like robbing a bank. Shit, you could be, yeah, you may rob bank because you're lacking some money, but that doesn't make it right. Exactly. Because if we really, re- that's the thing with current society right now. We're trying to make the wrong seem right because we need to do that wrong. But see, that's the problem. It's not in, in need to do that wrong. You could be in need to do right, too. It depends on how you place your needs. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I feel like it's a want. It's, it's an easier cop-out. It's an easier excuse to say, well, I, I resulted in this because uh, this and that wasn't working out for me. Okay, that was this and that. That's two things. What about this, that, that, other, other, mm-hmm. and et cetera? Going on and on. There's many avenues you could pursue besides just saying I pursued two points and I made my decision off them two points. That's yeah, I feel you. It's like But um in my defense I I call I went through the um I I named it um the three steps of a of a man. I don't know why I named it that. Oh Lord, don't but, do that man. You go you gonna damage the the but, male movement. Well, three steps to the uh to AA Ron's method. Um but it um, for anybody who's trying to do it right, you know, um, I do feel like it's the three steps because, um, you know, I went through the, in my, um, second relationship, I went through the, um, the first step, which is like, okay, you know, you kind of hint it or throw it out there here, here and there, or you try to, um, very seldomly try to push it. Mm-hmm. Then the thir- second step is subliminals. You know, you subliminal, subliminally mention it. I remember that and those times. Yeah, like- third step is just blankly just outright just saying it, you know, because there were so many times where, you know, we had talks and I got to that point to where it was like I wasn't receiving the type of pleasure I needed and I was just like, fuck, like this. I need you to suck my dick. I need mm-hmm. you, you know, period. Yeah, and I was you, like, you just gotta be that type of person that, if you ever start off in relationship, I'd say do this. Say, look, girl, I have a hard time getting my dick up because I need you to suck it first. Just lie. Just start lying and saying I need you, female, to suck my dick first nigga, before I get it up. That nigga said he needed prerequisites. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guarantee you'll weed about. Cause hey, it, I, that's my intake on it. But hey. But, um, that's why, like, I said certain things is, you know, I look for now, definitely in a relationship because, um, pleasing me is important. And if I can't get that out of you, then I I don't need to be with you because, uh, it's just facts. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and people get this the wrong way when I say it, but, and I'm gonna get real, real, um explicit with this but um i ask females a specific question and i know it may sound degrading or nasty but i always ask a female do you like sucking dick and i don't yes i ask it for the simple fact of you know of course you know uh (laughs) the action 
but not only the action there's something else behind it you know because the act of oral sex is selflessness i don't know if you guys recognize that yeah when you have sex it's you know you guys are both getting pleasure but oral sex is a one-on-one type of thing it's a you know, one person gives, one person receives. We're not talking about 69. Uh-huh. We're talking about one person gives, one person receives. Uh-huh. And that's, self, that's selflessness. Because I can give you something, but I don't have to receive anything. It's just, I'm doing it for the simple pleasure of, you know, pleasing you, seeing you please, uh-huh. making you feel good. And a lot of people don't look at it like that, but I began to look at it like that because... There was a time where I was in a relationship and it was one-sided, you know? So it's like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you feel like you don't you don't really care for me in that department. You don't care if I'm receiving what I need. And that's fucked up. So um, a lot of people don't look at it like that, but I do. Mm-hmm. And that's why it, I think it comes down to this. It's like usually in relationships, scenarios like that, you got to... You got to put a more like, hey, stand your ground standpoint of view. That's what more people need. More standpoint, stand your ground standpoint of view. Hey, if I don't get this, I'm going to cut and warn you three times. Third time's the last time. It's three strikes you out. If I ain't giving this, I'm out. I kn- hey, you go to hell with it. Go, go on there. You go and give someone else that, that mm-hmm. shit that's not satisfying to me. Probably satisfying them. But right now, I'm telling you, and we got to walk, got to part ways. Now, see, that's more of a, because I know then that was more like in your young years. So you was, you were still developing you. Oh, of so course. It's, of course. It, it's, it's different when you're still developing you because not everyone comes out the mindset of, this thinking until like you're at a ma- little bit more mature standpoint versus then, because then you you would act most likely differently. And when you the more you mature, your decision making is totally different from exactly. the immature self of yourself. And I think that's one thing where it took took me to learn a little bit in relationships. And I think because I remember previous relationships with a young girl, and oh, she was fine, fine as hell, goddamn. But being me, me and sure, I was so caught up in her of. And this lust of beauty that shit I didn't see clearly, so that one came to an end. So I started getting a perspective, a little bit. You could say, hey, I was a little bit uh developing some type of hatred. So I'm like, why fucking people choose these type of motherfuckers? And you know damn well. But hey, it it was a little bit of a young man's perspective, and over time I just started saying, hey, I personally will start fucking with older women because I was like, you know what? At least they know what they fuck want. Factually, they do. They mm-hmm. they don't waste no zero no time. Shit, they'll they'll act in a minute. Zero fatigue. Mm-hmm. Them zero girls, fatigue. Them girls will act in a minute. So I got into a relationship with uh, one beautiful lady. Oh man, and but during that time, it the biggest hindrance, and that's what I say. And I still see young some young girls try to act on that too, with uh, guys that they find I guess immature. They in by their standards of immaturity, but it's usually playing the mother role. That's what ended the relationship. Because one, not only that, the person was had closed-minded thinking. Mm-hmm. That was an issue. But then it took a while for the person to break them walls down. So I was like, you know what? Hey, 
I can work as long as that walk if it's not solid. There's some breaking to do. But the one thing I wanted to do, I was like, you know what, hey, stop doing this. Because the key thing I had a discussion with her, I was like, look, I only have one mother. I ain't looking for two. I barely listened to the one I got. So what what you think I'm going to do with you if you start acting like my mom? What you think? I don't need no mama. I ain't looking for no mama. I'm looking for a girlfriend, future wife. Now, if you're going to act the role, act the role. But don't act like my mama. That's the role I ain't going to allow you to act like. Because you know what? If you feel like that's all you can be towards me, then goddamn, I'm in the wrong damn situation. I'm in the wrong relationship. One key thing I did say right there. Hey, don't do that. There was points where I started to understand. That's why I was like in the development stage of understanding a little bit of people's psychology and all that. But one of the things I understand, like, you know, some people wants to feel a need in relationship. I think she was the main reason why in Dosha because she had a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. But I was able to solve them things by trying to be more so solution, like anxiety and depression. I noticed that, okay, she a clean person. Mm-hmm. Usually clean people always have to rearrange things or else they have a higher mm-hmm. tendency of anxiety attacks, meaning you got to move shit around with them inside mm-hmm. the house for them to feel calm and at ease. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you a question. Did you... um? Did you feel obligated to try to fix whatever she had wrong with her or what, you know, you obviously from the outside looking in, you can see what, Mm -hmm. you know, the problem. Oh, yeah. And or you if you can't see it right then and there, you do figure it out eventually Mm -hmm. over time. Did you automatically feel like I have to be the solution to that problem being in this relationship? It wasn't that I have to, it was that I wanted to. You wanted to, okay. Because I feel like uh, if I know the answer, I should be able to help the person solve the question in that scenario. And especially if it's someone that is close to me in that sense, like relationship-wise. Usually that's more closer than the bond that you actually will have with your parents because it's not just verbalized. It's also... Mm-hmm. So you ain't having that your parents. Hopefully some ain't. <laughs> but I ain't having that like that with my parents. So I know well, it's closer. So it's like, okay, you want to do a little bit more. That's why some people don't understand in some context of why people make decisions do. Because it's a closer bond when it comes to sexuality. Because it's like souls swapping. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I did. I wanted to be the solution to the problem. I always... Because... And I... Try to help fix her because I think me, I'm the type of person that feels like, hey, if I give to people, I'm it's like a sense of relief. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, some people that give they get off more on giving sometimes. That's a, that's what it is in some scenarios. And with her, I was just like, God damn, it's an interesting person to try to fix a little bit. It was more on fixing, but like making her a better version of herself. Mm-hmm. Because one number one thing where I believe in any relationship, which I feel like is important, is being a relationship that a person has something to help improve you on. Should never be in a relationship where a person cannot improve you on. Like they, I believe in the complete being somewhat opposites. Mm-hmm. 
And with her, we was very opposite in manner. She, shit, you could say me being black, she's Hispanic, you know, Mexican. So I'm black, she's Mexican. Shit. She's older, I'm little, I'm younger. Mm-hmm. She has a more, uh, I would say, she's very smart, but I will say she's more into, like, she got a more liberal perspective. We talk about politics. I then had more of a conservative perspective then. So our perspective is a little bit more different. But we grew up. The thing, the key thing is there was points where we understand each other's perspective. And when we make certain statements, we try to make it into an understanding point. So it create an open mind to each own's point of view. And that is the key thing where people lack is the understanding perspective in a relationship. No relationship can be successful without understanding. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard right there. If you have a relationship and you don't have no understanding of each other's point of views, y'all going to bump heads like titans and gladiators. Mm-hmm. Hopefully none of y'all come out injured. Because <laughs> shit, y'all, y'all going to be clashing um, if you no know understanding is there. Uh, so I, I've dealt with uh, older women as well. And there was one in particular where, like, and we still uh, converse today. Um, but I, the thing with older women is, like, I enjoy, you know, the experience with them. Um, they definitely can teach you and open your eyes to a new, you know, uh, perspective of things. Mm-hmm. But, um I almost felt like I was robbing, robbing them in a way, simply because um, the the older woman I was dealing with, um, she didn't have kids and she's never been married. And I'm how, how I don't know how about five or six years older than I mean, younger than her. And I what clicked in my head is. You're in a different position in your life. So you're closer. We we also we know we talked about the biological clock on a on a um, mm-hmm. on a woman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what did you say it's about like thirty? Mm, once at thirty it's like, okay, thing they kinda they get they say that the estimate age where it slows down, uh starts depleting is around thirty seven or eight mm-hmm. and I feel like 30 I, I don't know I don't know but from my perspective you know I don't know how the the females think but I feel like 30 is like a calling point like oh if you don't at least have this or this you know they I feel like that's maybe a point where they start panicking y'all can correct me if I'm wrong but um the fact that I was younger than her and she was in a different, she was in a position in her life to where like, okay, she should start, you know, looking for a serious relationship, marriage, mm-hmm. potentially kids and stuff like that. And I'm younger and the thoughts that were running through my head is like, okay, what if she wants that out of me? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was thinking like, yo, I can't provide you with that. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to get married right now, I, I'm not ready. If you want a kid right now, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I felt like I was robbing 
that from them, you know, right. hopping in, a re getting in a relationship with an older woman and not being able to provide, knowing I'm not going to be able to provide what you truly want. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, did you ever have that feeling? Uh, that one, uh, I knew that feeling was there, but knowing, uh, having an understanding I've noticed with older women is that usually is not they know what to expect by then they already have a knowing and expectation especially if you're a younger guy they're not expecting much from you but they're just expecting enough let's put it like that so meaning long as you meet the qualities of probably just being a man mm -hmm. that's all that really matters if you act like a man in your relationship with a older woman that's what really matters she wants to steal the sense of dominance even though you cannot be in the position of power i would say still argue, arguably is you need to be as a man because that's the point of what they're looking for is dominance and you can't be dominant and yet in a inferior level than her because mm -hmm. then it's like it's contradictory and she will catch on to it and grow tired of it if that's temporary because then I'll say in that relationship, I knew I had to step up my game to another level. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, we had talks. Kind of, it was, you say, going fast, the relationship. I expect it because she's older. So, yeah, I understand that aspect. It was different pacing game right there versus young girl. Young girl, you can go take your time with because y'all got all the time in the world. Versus older women, it's more fast paced with them. Because they're in the selling down stage. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I was like, you know what? Let me just work another job. So, again, acting on in the role of trying to become fully that man in a way, a conservative point of view, I had uh, got me a second job. During that second job, I was well over enough to even support myself and herself and my family. Due to, because I was making like what in a month, it was four, four grand a month. That nigga's working. I was working my I ass off. I ain't working. And I even you, because it, it's not it's like. I was putting in work in that uh, relationship. And yeah, you could even vouch for that, because it was like. We did not see that nigga at all. Uh -uh. I thought that nigga died low key. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, that nigga somewhere in East LA dead. <laughs> um, so I yeah, it was like different location. It was like. it. It was it was different for me because I was like, okay, it was uh, you do have to take certain stepping stones, a selflessness, act of selflessness. And during that time, it was like, and also convenient for me at the same time, because during the second job, it was more closer than where she stayed. So that's why I stayed more in where she lived. Mm -hmm. Because my it was convenient to my second job. My second job was like ten minutes from where she lived, and it'll only take me thirty minutes from go from where she lived to this other one. Just like how if I was at home, but only difference is if I was at my uh, destination with my mom, it would take me thirty minutes to both points. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather go from one that is more convenient where she stayed was more convenient for me. So I was like, okay, that's a bigger plus right there. Because mm -hmm. I go from boom, get some little bit of rest, hop on the road, go to the other job, boom. All signs said that probably shower a little bit, give me some quick fuck on. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah. It gives it gets some busting going on. Got to drop them nuts out. <laughs> drop but, some kids. Yeah, it, it it was convenient. And more to say because, like they say, you should always try to be more locally distanced as a in a more business perspective. You should always be at least a reasonable distance enough to work. It's best to be that way. That way, if you run into issues, you don't have to rely on just one means of transportation. Mm -hmm. It can be like, especially in this day and era, but I mean, one affordable means to be exact. So she, it was, everything was convenient and it was going well, but what broke, what started going on was that the fact that she wanted, and this is the worst thing I feel like it goes into relationship, the worst mindset to have from anyone, especially ladies, y'all should not have this, is that independent mindset in the relationship. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. I understand being independent when y'all not living together. But when you are living with this person and you're trying to be that independent person, you're hurting that relationship because it made no sense, especially when this person is trying to be there for you, trying to do things with you, because independence is not doing things with someone it's doing things by yourself. Mm -hmm. It takes away a value of that relationship, that togetherness. Because we're you're just doing it on your own. That's practically like a transaction. And I mean, one thing she's she's honest. I like that about it. Like uh, I didn't care. I like hey, I'm accustomed to honesty. I'd rather you be honest than deceitful. Mm -hmm. And one thing she was saying, I was like, oh, out of conversation, I'm like, wow. That shocked hell on me was the fact that I observed this one thing. And I called her out on it. Because I was honest too. I was like, no, don't expect to be honest. And I'm not going to be honest. I'm like, you treat me like I'm a fucking trophy guy. You don't want me to do nothing but look pretty. And be in, and be right there with you. That's it. Some people be like, oh, what's the matter with that? That's convenient. I'm like, it's only convenient if you were a rich woman. <laughs> that makes sense if you Facts. was rich. Facts. But if you are not rich, that makes no damn sense to sit there and have a trophy man. And this motherfucker, y'all ass is broke and he broke. It make no damn sense. I wasn't broke because I started pulling weight plus some. But mm -hmm. goddamn, it made no sense. It was like, yo, what's wrong with you at that certain point? Because it came to a point where it was a rocky slope then. Things just wasn't life. Let's say the life just was hitting her hard job issues uh, uh, during the job it, it went through a rocky stage she went through it had some Cynthia I was trying to, and I was supporting her with the bills and all that lucky I have a second job to do that for her with and hey all was cool right there but then I had to act like yo you gotta still do something because there's so much I can do mm -hmm. Before it eventually starts chipping away at me, because I'm like, okay, I can support you with the house bill. That's cool. That's, I can get that for you, but I can't cover the car. How are you gonna cover that? Because if I'm doing the house, I'm taking care of folks at home, trying to have some ends for at least some food. Hey, I can only extend so much before it started depleting away at me. So you need to come out with something. I mean, you probably need to go back and find some place to work. find Do some work somewhere. But hey, 
during that time it was it was rocky slow because one part she still wanted to carry that independent mentality at first now i could see at that moment she didn't mind being submissive when she wasn't working but it was at the darnest time because it's like okay i'd rather you be a little bit submissive while working than just act like this is the appropriate time because look <laughs> again unless you want to be surviving off of little caesars and some dollar <laughs> menu shit to make it work like that mm-hmm. hey that's one thing but if you're not nah pimping nah we you gotta get to, we gotta get you back up and running mm-hmm. for your sake too because i'm like look i'm not a guarantee because what if you did something that may piss me off with all this free time then I leave. And I told her, I like want to keep it real. I'm like, look, and you have no job. And then you got to take care of your kids. How are you going to take care of them if I leave impeccably? I'm like, I don't want you at this moment to make 100% reliant on me because I want it to be a us scenario still. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like I'm putting more weight on because then it carries resentment because you're the type of person that's like, hey, you got to keep moving. You're the type of person like you got to do something. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to let that rest on your mind with ease. And obviously she wasn't because it started decreasing in sex. She was getting depressed. The fact that she, I'm like, you're not that type of girl. If you was, it'd been different, but I'm losing out on other shit that I like to enjoy. Shit. I ain't getting no pussy. I ain't shit. I ain't getting practically not even a quality time mm-hmm. with you. Like enjoyable time. You're becoming miserable on this showing. It's eating up on the relationship. So you got to get to working, really. So that was the main reason. And it was a, it was a lot of psych, psych, a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. And it was just chipping away slowly at each issues. Uh, yeah, I've been the man of the house, fixing shit and all that. Yeah, and it was uh, it was very beneficial to her too. But I say what came along was that independent mentality. Because she started doing and acting shit based off of wanting to feel empowered. And I've noticed it. Even through the music that she started more frequently trying to play in the, playing in the house. I have nothing against but I've seen where it was going. Those in women empowerment music that say you can do it all on your own and all that. But I'm like, how? I'm like, it's a we scenario. We should try to do a more we scenario type of music thing. Exactly. Build a we scenario type of mentality and not know, hey, I can do it without you even though you're with me and we're living together. I can still do it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And think. that's low-key threatening. Like, yeah. You know. Are uh, you blackmailing me? Yeah. Are you, you, you saying, like, you know, you have this mentality of, like, okay, nigga, if you're gone, I still can do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here right now. and Like, don't worry about if I'm gone. And that was her issue. She kept on worrying if I'm gone at that standpoint. Now, I understand I, I told her about that, but I'm like, don't worry about that. Because then when you focus on, well, I don't know if I'll be able to keep you. Guess what? You're going to start acting and doing shit accordingly to where you start sabotaging. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you can uh, it's it's the fact of like knowing, being able to know, you know, it's a mental thing. You don't have to literally act in it like now you because now it's it's conflicting, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just like, you know, um, when 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 you go somewhere and you like, OK, I'm making sure I have a little bit extra. So and so say he'll cover it, but I'm making sure I have my piece just in case, mm-hmm. you know, and 
it's a it's a balance to where you can do it. It's not impossible, but you you can definitely get it done. Um, yeah. But trying that it never works. Trying to be independent in a relationship, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. So um, independence could never work in a relationship, simply because a relationship is meant to be selfless. It's a partnership. It's two people, you know, coming together um, and compromising, you know. You give a little bit, she gives a little bit. You know, it's not supposed to be just, you know, I'm doing this for me. And, I mean, in the beginning, it may be a little bit more selfless. But as you get deeper and deeper in the relationship, you know, uh, I, I I said selfish. I selfless. I meant selfish. In the beginning, you may you know because you're getting to know that person and trust that person. But mm-hmm. as you get deeper in the relationship, it becomes more selfless. You know, you mm-hmm. start thinking that of that person more. You start doing things for them or doing yeah. things just because you thought of them. So, um, mm-hmm. that and. I don't I don't really know males to to be independent in a relationship that's more of like a female thing trend now these days. Yeah. Yeah, it's become a trend and that's a it's an issue trend because independent means you do things on your own. You mm-hmm. don't rely on no one, you don't have no one to support you in those things. You just you're I you're yeah logic of thinking is more so for me. I'm only doing this for me. I could do it only for me. I don't need no one else to help me out, which is a problem. Because one, I personally believe independence is a fantasy. And the problem with that fantasy is because it's not really reality. Come on, when you think about it. What is really the last thing anyone on this earth have done actually something independently on their own besides probably using the bathroom just taking care of the hygiene and using the bathroom where it should be really nothing when you get money you depend on someone with a business to help give you that money you work for that person that person in the business even though a rich man is never independent himself he relies on workers to further his business then when we go to let's say we have that money we go to a store and we rely on the people in the store to have the things that we want to buy or need to buy, want or need. No independence really further there besides us probably looking for something. And then when it usually comes to ideas, our ideas is, yes, yeah, sometimes you can say if it's original thinking, it becomes independent. But more so, most of our ideas of what we think is inspired by someone else. So... That's not fully, uh, in, I won't say fully independent, but because it got the inspiration behind it mm. from another person. So what we always do in life is not really a sole purpose of independence because how humanity is now is how it's always been in ancient times. We always depended on each other. That's how we all survived. Mm-hmm. A wolf depends on his pack for his survival. A wolf by itself stands a higher chance of dying. 
And we all, as humans, is a pack. We depend on each other. No matter what it is, no matter if we're rich, poor, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. We still depend on each other to get things that we need to get done. And to help us further our resources and ourselves. That's why when some people go into this mindset of saying, hey, uh, I can do it on my own. I don't need nobody. It's a fantasy. You do need someone to support you and whatever. Mm -hmm. There's not a thing in this world we can actually solely do on our own. Think about it. A person, they say success is a lonely road, not because of the fact that you don't need people. It's the fact that you kind of lose people that you relate to along mm -hmm. the journey. That's why. But overall, you still need people to go through the journey. So would you say that uh, that was the primary issue in your relationship? Yes. Is the mind, she adapted that mindset and it caused her to even crave, I guess, dominance in a relationship, pursue a more masculine role. And that's where it started becoming more of a hindrance because I'm trying to be the man, but then you're acting like trying to act like the man. And so it became a little bit more fights and then her trying to do, uh, I would say, in a way, not saying it fully. But you could see the intent of blackmail was like, hey, this is the last time we ever going to break up again or else we never get back together. A way where it's like, OK, you will usually submit a person if they really want something into it. But me, I'm not that type of person. Like I told him, like, look, in the beginning start, like said, you can't push me into a corner because I'm a fight back. Mm -hmm. I like so be careful when you try to use that push me into the corner card because I resent being pushed to a corner. Ultimatums and shit. Yeah, cause like uh, uh, I would, I will fight back. Either you gonna change ultimatums or else I'm gonna die from the ultimatum. If I feel like I ain't got a choice and there ain't no option out of it, and I'm back to a corner where I can't get out of. I gotta fight my way out. I'm not gonna cave in and say surrender. No, I'm gonna fight my way out. Mm. Cause you left me no choice. Now I gotta protect. Them. My integrity, my what I stand for, because mm -hmm. you're trying to take that away. That's taking away the essence, the identity of me, which is my identity of what I become of a man. So I was like, that is where she lost herself in, because the notion of becoming independent mm -hmm. and trying to prove that she's independent, she's trying to prove it more so to friends instead of being what the person I actually see within her. Mm -hmm. She's trying to become the strong image to her free female counterpart. And see, that to me also became a very detriment into the relationship. Whenever you're trying to prove something to other people that you're strong and all this, when deep down inside, you know you need someone to be there for you, but when you keep on putting this facade of image, no wonder why you're depressed. Mm -hmm. Holding an image like that is too much. And like I tell people, I'm like, look, images, certain images, yeah, people should worry about, especially what others say or think about you. But that's more so towards the people who are successful and rich. Being broke, there's not that many images you really want to uphold. I mean, you don't really care for it because, look, think about it, you could be speak more truth being broke than being rich. There's an image to being rich. There's a brand you got to sell, mm -hmm. an idea you got to sell. Being 
probably middle class, you're in the between slot. But being under that middle class category, nah. So to put an image like you have to be the strong person, people see through that over time. You think people are not seeing through this because this is something that you probably feel strong and empowered by. But over time, it's going to eat away at you. Mm-hmm. It's going to lead you to a lonely road. And once you find that lonely road that you just went down, it's too late. Because you stay stuck in this image that you feel is your strength. When all along, strength comes from within, not in an image. That's where you where she ignored and what I seen but she kept on resulting back into that independent role later on when she tried to do one act of I'll say I call it the act of defiance in a way not saying that I was being in a higher position but when she tried to say hey uh, don't don't come to my birthday party because I didn't want to I said let me have some rest let me have some rest for a little bit. Just 30 minutes. That's all I needed. And I will get back to you on the topic. Because it was about her her plans of her party. Instead of catering to that, me working two jobs. And not being understanding to that. She ignored that. And guess what? And later on, she tried to throw in the, oh, we should just break up or something like that. Because I'm tired of fighting. And I told her. I'm not going to suck up no more. I was like, look, okay. Sounds like a good idea. Shocked as hell that I said that. Because I told her that also as well. Don't be coming at me with no we should break up things unless you really mean it. Because I'm going to make sure that goes through. Try testing that button. No. I was not going to let that slide. And it's like, because one thing you got to understand is, okay. Especially people, there should be lines you should not try to cross even though people told you not to cross. Mm-hmm. Out of respect. And if you allow that person to cross that line that you told them that's disrespectful to cross, mm-hmm. and you should have a severe disrespect consequence. And I want to touch on that because uh, you just brought that up. Because um, I've, I've experienced situations to where, like, you know, it's getting to that point. And like, for example, um, you know, a, a f- female will do that. Like, maybe we should just break up. And you like, okay, yeah, if okay. that's how you feel. And then they, they, they create this narrative of since you you said that you're not trying to fight for them. Oh, um, you're not fighting for the relationship. I want you to fight. And. Uh, my my steez on it is like why why am I fighting? Why am I fighting for? Mm-hmm. I should be fighting with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and we see, should be fighting together alongside of each other. That becomes an issue too because it's like when I'm more so talking about when a female does that, mm-hmm. it becomes an issue. Even guys, I mean, if a guy does that. I don't hear it too often, but let's say if they do too, that is an issue too of itself. Mm-hmm. Because like, okay, don't be throwing out stuff that you're not willing to embrace and go through. If you think of breaking up, you break up with me. I'd mm-hmm. rather you say that than act like you blackmailing me for exactly. some hostage and position. I feel like the better thing is because 
we do we do get this inkling we all do when something is getting close to to its ending point especially like in relationships we get that inkling like okay shit is on a decline right now Mm-hmm. And we, our first thing to do is abort, abort, abort. So we, um, we'll probably say stuff to like trigger it or, you know, it's almost like we, it's like when you know you're about to throw up, you rather stick your hand down your throat and make yourself throw up mm-hmm. than to see if you're going to actually throw up. Right. So, um, the thing that it's it's kind of like a scare tactic or a scare tactic, you know, it's it's like save yourself, you know, mm-hmm. jump ship. Um, and I feel like we we got to learn how to stop doing that. Yeah. You know, honestly, I always say be honest, say how you feel. You know, if you feel like the relationship is on a decline, you know, sit that person down, talk to him, be like, yo, like, mm-hmm. to be honest, this this relationship has taken a turn. For and I don't want to say for the worst, but it's taking a turn that in a direction to where you know we lost control. Yeah. We don't even know who you know. We not operating the same anymore, and we we need to figure out is there any way to salvage this relationship? If not, then we need to come to agreements to let it go. Right. If there is, then let's put a little bit more effort into it. Let's act like we actually want to want this to work. Mm-hmm. But um, we get this scared, scared tactic, and I don't know where it comes from. Um, it doesn't prevent the hurt. So if we're trying mm-hmm. to like find a way for to to skip over that phase of being sad and being hurt, mm-hmm. then it just know that it's not gonna work. Yeah. You if you've spent significant amount of time with an individual especially in a relationship where you're emotionally emotionally invested, you're going to feel that, mm-hmm. you know? Anybody, male, female, I don't give care if you are hardest nigga on the planet Earth. Right. If you are emotionally invested into somebody and put time into it, you're going to feel it. Oh, yeah. And that, and that is, like, the one of the most key things, too, is, uh, like being invested into someone too it it kind of blinds a person's decision too as well usually and one of the key things i've noticed in most people's relationship that usually leads to an end especially in this modern day time is i'm just more so tackling the fantasies Mm. see people believe that a relationship should be ideally constantly interesting no that is not the case yeah the dude is right now giving you whatever you want and everything's seen like sunflowers and roses you're probably posting it on social media platforms etc but what happens when that becomes no longer tasteful what's next there's going to be a boring stage. Mm-hmm. It should be expected. A relationship cannot be constantly interesting just as well as you working at a job that you just got involved in. Don't expect that job to stay interesting with you. 
you have to create whatever it is in your head to make spark that interesting back some interest back you just don't out and leave and say well the job is not interesting but it pays very good let me leave and find something that pays very good and satisfy my interest create something new create a goal that's when you have goals mm -hmm. and that's the problem see most people they think okay it's about the joy and fun that's all i see in relationship joys and funds mm -hmm. there should be goals too just like in the, you planning to get a job there should be a goal and a reason why that will motivate everything further you just don't do shit just because you want funds because fun is temporary in any right. situation it is so temporary you can have fun to today and then be bored till tomorrow fun is not a long-term existence Unless you, that's why I feel like most people create drama in a relationship. Because mm -hmm. it adds a spice, a new flavor, which is unnecessary. It's an unnecessary flavor to add drama. Because it's like, okay, it can only go so far to where it's like, okay, is that all this is offering? Then it's it damn near toxic. shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Because they You can, got a story to tell, yeah. but shit. Yeah. You can see into something greater and detrimental to the fact where it actually ends the mm. the relationship so that's why that's see that's an example of a toxic person mm -hmm. to the point they they're so bored to where they have to create some type of mm -hmm. drama and honestly like i don't i don't know would you because the pro the thing the crazy thing about it it's like I don't know the exact ratio of it, but I'd say 95% of females in this world are hurt, broken, hurt in some way. They experience some type of, you know, uh, traumatic, you know, situation where they have trust issues. They have a wall built, you know, um, something. You know, mm -hmm. uh, they've been through something. And the fact of the matter is, like, we all deal with broken girls. Uh, yes, there are broken guys out here, but I say mainly broken girls. And would you consider that in a way toxic? Is it toxic? Uh, it becomes, a, in a way, it becomes a problem. So, yeah, in a way, I'll say it was toxic. Because but it's we, almost like it's a toxicity that we have to deal with. Yeah, it is. I would say more so into this perspective. See, the reason why it's so toxic because we have not pressured the, the generation to become dignified and intellectual. Mm. We have pressured them to thinking it's okay to be ignorant and disrespectful, but expect it to, after doing all those two things, expect to find happiness at the end of the rainbow of that. Mm -hmm. See, that's not how you find happiness. See, being, being uh, outlandishly publicly stupid on a certain thing, saying stupid shit and being disrespectful is not appealing. Because mm -hmm. it becomes a habit that you're going to carry on into a relationship. Yeah, you may sugarcoat it at some point, but it's going to come out and you're going to start executing that disrespect and ignorance towards the partner. It's going to be growing distasteful. 
grotesque. And now, guess what? You got an ended relationship right there. Because of, I would say, more so to do with society. See, we're focusing on these aspects. We're teaching kids. Kids in elementary school to fo- worry about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem. Kids should be kids. That's why the same old saying, boys will be boys. Girls will be girls. Kids will be kids. Because they're kids. They're immature. Let them bathe and glorify in their innocence. Why it's there. I'd rather my kid enjoy the innocence while I have it than be experiencing at early age the corruption and seeing life for what it really is. Because when you actually see life for really what it is, some grow depressed. Mm-hmm. But when you're showing that to a child, you're robbing them of a childhood. Because then you got to take away that essence of a child when you're showing them the world for what it is. That's the only time I feel like it's acceptable for anyone to become what they would say blue-pilled. It's when they're a child. Because you get to live in a fantasy that you enjoy. You ain't worried about who you're screwing. You're, worried, you're just in a whole imaginary world, a creative mind. And then that creative mind grows inspirations for better in the future. Mm-hmm. Then as we mature and still have that creative mind, we become more motivated. Then reality starts emerging along the, the journey, yes. But then, as well, it helps a, that creative mind makes us more ambitious. Even though the, the mountaintop is so high, mm. it seems unreachable. It's still a goal on our list that we're willing to try for. And it helps motivate us to become successful individuals. And that's the importance of not introducing certain sexualities to kids because now they focus on sex and, and when you focus on sex there's none there's no intellect in knowing sex really it's instinct that's what it comes down to because when you have performed sex with a woman it's you just really instinct when we look at it there's no well let me think about this that we're not putting much thought because we're just instinctively acting on pleasure we don't have to put much time everything's just we just know where to go and where to hit what spot to go to it's all instinct it's like it's like memorizing where you put your phone that's what it is you you memorize you could go instinctively like let's say if you always had a habit send your phone right here it becomes instinct after a certain period of time when you keep on doing it putting it right there to where you don't even need to look and you don't even need to think about it. Mm -hmm. You just put it there without no thought. And that's what sex is. That's not intellect. But we're steering the minds towards that. Mm -hmm. That dumbs the generation. And I feel like, too, um, um, I feel like dating, um, I always call it a lost art because... Um, our generation is so used to hopping in relationships, you know, from high school, from, from middle school to high school. That's how we've done it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like you, you like me, boom, we together. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, it's it's acceptable in high school and middle school. Yeah. Because, like you said, we don't know no better. We adolescents, we, you know, we, we kind of just being being kids yeah um but as we get older i feel like we it needs to be um more developed into our our social lives simply Mm -hmm. because um it's it creates a better a better um and a stronger relationship slash friendship Mm -hmm. because if you get to know each other and I I can I can attest to it because from hopping in relationships, even though my previous relationship, um, we got to know each other a little bit more. But um, it comes to the point now you've hopped from relationship to relationship. Now you're so sick of being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, like, because for, for me, like, I don't even honestly want a relationship right now. And it's it's a the dating phase. Nobody really wants to to date anymore because, Mm -hmm. you know, we have this 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 uh, conception that, oh, are they talking to somebody else? Are they talking to somebody Mm -hmm. else? You know, am I the only one you're talking to? You're probably talking to other hoes, huh? And and. Under you gotta Bunch understand ass issues right there. Yeah. Like, God damn. That's what you have to understand in the dating stage. That's not important. Mm-hmm. Simply because you gotta understand that people you don't own anybody. They're not obligated to you until y'all mark the exclusivity. Exactly, yeah, and like- the fact that dating is basically you having a group of people you may experience, and it's not sexually. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. It doesn't have to be sexually, but you're experiencing them, hanging out with them, and it may be multiple people, but it's almost like a a race, mm-hmm. or not even. I won't even say a race, but I don't know how to um, explain it. But you have to stand out amongst everybody else that she is speaking to, or he is speaking to, mm-hmm. to gain that relationship title. You know, you shouldn't expect somebody to just be talking to you, especially if you're dating. It's fine. You There's no there's no obligation. There's no commitment yet. As and that's why I feel like we we need to. To dive in that more like right. and yes, we have friends with benefits. We have, uh, you know. And it's okay. Like, we should have the friends with benefits section. We should have the relationship section. Mm-hmm. We should have the um, the dating section, you know. Mm-hmm. And we got to separate those. Because uh, it's just... Okay, you know what? I, I, I see it like this. Relationship and what people, I would say... I'll say people should take note of this. A relationship and a job correlates in the same category due to this factor. If you think about it, have you ever considered a person with multiple jobs a stable person? Mm-mm. How do you think they're going to carry on in a relationship when you think about that? The same way. 
But a person that knows how to hold down a job, you see them more stable. Mm-hmm. They have a maturity sense to know how to keep that job. That's why I say a relationship and a job reflects because the habits you build in a relationship can be exec- is the same habits you actually carry to work. You want to better understand who you're dating or who you're with. Ask them about work. People ignore that. Because work can tell you about the individual and how their success is in relationships. And that's for most people. You can see how they work and job and how the attitude, like some people, they give attitude. Oh, and they might say rebuttal, say, oh, you know, I don't do that in relationships. Yeah, they will. It's just a matter of time. They're going to give you with the same attitude they give at work. It's going to be the same thing. They're just holding out right now they're trying to hold back because think of it like as a interview you just passed you think you're going to show your ass out on the first day you're going to wait until you pass the probation period before you show your ass out usually that's how most people do in relationships they after they go through a dating phase which dating is like interviewing to a job first interview you get a feel of the person you see how they are then it becomes the uh probation period which is now, okay, it's getting serious. A little, little serious now, you're being exclusive. Okay, they're observing you thoroughly. See if they're comfortable having you around, just like how you do a person in a relationship. You're like, okay, we, we're getting a little serious. Let me observe, not lower my guards down. I got to mm-hmm. keep them up, observe. And after that probation period pass, boom. You pass a certified G, now I get to lower things down for you and grant you a little bit more opportunity some jobs will say hey after parade period you get to access benefits now she get to access a little bit more benefits than usual she was before that period mm-hmm. of observation and that's where i say you want to understand relationships understand jobs a woman or a guy if you want a woman who is stable-minded look how she is at work it will tell you a lot about her and how she'll be in that relationship and how she reflects on her peers is going to eventually reflect on you. If she's showing attitude towards them and that's where she work at, it's going to come, she's going to show it to you. It's guaranteed. It is guaranteed. It's almost identical when we look at it. And I take time to observe that within myself. I'm like, damn. My ex, she likes to be in higher positions at work. I noticed, and she was supervised, and she liked being in a position where it makes her feel like empowered, and she feels like the people she knows give her a step into power. Me, I'm the type of people that, I'm person that, how I work, I use, I could say, a little bit of method of psychology and under, to understand people better. Mm-hmm. And this is just regular security, and I use that method because you get to understand people a lot better and see people and know how to move the tools in the right direction or use them for the right objects. And that's, and most would say that's more like how a supervisor's approach or a boss approach would be. Mm-hmm. I really didn't care for position of power. That's a different with me. Because I'm not power hungry. Because I see no value in certain posi- being in a certain position that doesn't give you the gratitude for those positions. But most part, what I've learned is that, okay, and I tried to teach her that art. See, and I try to tell her, like, yo, if you just do this for this person, you curry fair. Because the key thing when you're a boss, 
You want to curry favor with the employees. Sometimes you do things that's over generous that usually some bosses don't do just to get them on your good graces. Now you got to talk to people. Now you got to see, okay, get an understanding. What's this person's strengths and what this person's strength is. Now understand their weaknesses. Now you want to apply each of your teammates to their strengths. They all got different identities of strengths. Sometimes in security, you got to understand who is your best negotiator. So that's number one you should always have mm -hmm. in mind. Who is your best negotiators? Call them first. You want your negotiation people there first. Second, you will want your combat people there behind negotiator. Let the negotiator talk. Just in case you got people who are combative, now you put them. Bring back your negotiators. It's like learn being a general of an army. You got to learn what you good, what you have to put place pieces. Everybody plays a major key part. You just got to learn how to play them in their key part. Mm -hmm. And one thing too, is sometimes you have people who you know are just detrimental to that successful army that you got to be like, I cut you off. And that was one thing I told her. It, if you want to keep this job further, and I understood what she had to do. Like you got to make the decision that you're trying not to do. You got to lead by example by firing someone. And that's the person who's tarnishing your name as you speak. Because she wants revenge for a friend that you had nothing to do with losing them losing their damn job or any rumors being spreaded about. She's just going off of hating you because her friend don't like you. Mm -hmm. You got to make an example of that fool. If you keep on trying to make examples of the people around that fool, you're going to look like the enemy. And they're going to stay in position still. Making a fool out of you. Instead, you tack it where the head belongs. You cut the snake off where the head is at. You don't cut the tail or the body of the snake. Because it can regenerate. You don't want that. You don't want things to regenerate back. If it has an option to. The head is where the most effectiveness is at. Take that away. Yeah, the body's going to swarm, but it's going to decay. The head can't do nothing at that point. Mm-hmm. You took away the control switch of the entire body. That's the key thing. That's where some people don't understand. Relationships and work correlate. You have to understand the persons where they work at if you want to understand the relationship, where it can go. you actually able to predict how the relationship goes if you understand that person's working habits. That's why, personally, me, I think... Me, I prefer... I kind of knows I have a habit of going towards where I work at for relationships because you get to mm -hmm. see these people's habits at work. Then it gives you a somewhat feel of how a relationship can go. Mm -hmm. And then now you're able to vibe off that. That's why I think some people don't prefer really to date at work because they understand the people at work knows them better and know how to maybe understands them more better than the person who's a stranger outside the relationship um, or where they work at. For me, uh, I'm a little different. Um, I think, like, relationships spark at work because a lot of the time that's, you know, that's, that's home base. Mm -hmm. And not that's a part of it. You see people's, you know, work habits but you also are, you know, you, you're there. So it's kind of like, 
you build relationships, you build enemies without even trying, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, be just because of the time, the significant amount of time you spend there and, um, um, you know, relationships at work, they can work, but they, um, they also can, you know, be a detriment because for me, uh, my most recent ex worked with me in the beginning within our first year, we worked together and it was a big detriment because of before she got there, uh, I was a year there before she got there. And, you know, I was already building stuff with other people because, you know, y'all, if y'all don't know your boy, your boy's a dog. So you always represent the tag. Yeah, the dog tags. You already know. Mm. And, you know, I was already previously creating not a relationship, but more of a, a, a physical situation. And the fact of the matter is, you know. Then um, my ex came next year and then we began to, you know, interact. And it was more so on a friendship based level. And it grew beyond there because, you know, because of the conversation, because of um, just what we built. Mm -hmm. And so um, us being in a relationship and being in the same place um what did they say don't don't um like me don't what is it don't sleep where you shit or something like that yeah uh shit where you eat yeah whatever something like that y'all get what i'm saying but and that that creates a problem because if you don't structure yourself at work which means like kind of kind of keep it clean Mm -hmm. um and you're building all these loose loose ends, you know, it can bite you. Mm-hmm. But um for me, like I'm that type of person that's you know, especially now I, I'm I can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta know your limits and that's why like I, I call this creating a list for those of us who have you don't necessarily have to be in a relationship to build this list. But you need to at least, you know, uh, base it off of you could do it for friends, too. But base it off of, you know, females. If you're a male, females you dealt with. If you're a female for males, you dealt with. You should every person you interact with. You should build you a list, especially if you had a relationship. Um, Start looking at things you look back on. And reflection is so important. Look at what you didn't like about that person or what that person did and look at what you did like Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to take that away from it so this turns that negative relationship into a positive because you've learned a lesson a lot of people just come out of relationships and been like that that relationship was terrible it was horrible Mm -hmm. this this and that this this and that but would you would you learn from it Mm -hmm. because being you Spending that significant amount of time, you should have came out with some. You should have. You shouldn't come empty-handed. So build you a list. Start. Start. Re- and it's never too late to reflect. Mm-hmm. 
just think back on like, okay, I didn't like that, you know, this person didn't communicate well. I didn't like that this person was selfish. Oh, I love the fact that, um, you know, they, you know, they did this, they did that. And, you know, you build it up to the next person. Not saying that the next person is going to have everything on the pros list. Yeah. But you start now, you know what you can handle and what you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's what it's for. And like we got to um, that's why I said dating is so important. And um, it allows you to see. Yes, it it doesn't allow you to see everything. Right. But it, it gives you a like kind of a um, a heads up. Yeah, like the interview. Exactly. Kinda gives you a feel of what you're working with. Cause if you if you allow niggas to tell on themselves, they gonna tell on themselves. Mm-hmm. And people do it all the time. You just gotta be uh, more observant and catch it. Hell yeah. And yeah, it's just it's the most ironic thing. But yeah, I think the thing is that I think what people run into is that we just now these days we're defining too many, and I say it again, like sex as a symbol of a successful relationship because oh. they're, they're most people they're like well if the person puts it down good then the rest i could work with yeah you don't know that for sure you're just you're just assuming because this person's good in instinct in bed and know how to move exactly. well does not mean he's mentally stable and to be worked with that's that's that could be a part that's a part of it but that's not the mm-hmm. it's not the full puzzle piece it's like, okay, yeah, the mind controls the body, but it doesn't control what this person thinks of all the damn time. You don't know what to do. If we went by, hey, sex is the end all, be all, and it, it controls everything, goddamn, we should have a higher marriage rate if that's the case. Exactly. If and it was like that, oh, it's, it, marriage should be through the fucking roof. And people don't realize that sex is... Sex is like one of the key components in manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a great mouthpiece, then you can put it down. You got you got some power. Oh yeah, it ain't even gotta be even just uh, the physical aspect. See, one of the most deadliest but manipulative people are the ones that are able to argue with their sexual appeal. Because they ain't got to do nothing. They just walk in the room and they're just some about... You just want... You desire them sexually. Rihanna. It's like... It's ironic. It's like... You... You don't question their motives or nothing. And I think that is where... Most people can actually fall victim towards. Is that sexual appeal. You don't want something that... Mm-mm. That doesn't satisfy you, just satisfy you in the bedroom. You want something to satisfy you mentally, because I believe mentally we all need someone who balances us out, and that is the key, key thing to having life is a balance. You don't want someone who purely thinks like you. You don't want that. You want someone who can balance your thinking. And that should be the goal in a relationship, a balance. Main goal, balance and planning. And most key of all, because I'd say in most scenarios, 
from what I have observed, people who balance each other out create a better scenario for themselves, future, and the relationship for the spouse. And that's what I tried to do in my previous one. Unfortunately, hey, person didn't want that balance. So yeah, like I said, key thing is balance. Anything you can elaborate on, like, did you choose Aaron on a lady to balance you out or not? Did I choose on a lady to balance me out? Mm-hmm. Um, can you say in your experience, have you ever chose a woman that's like a balance that can offer you this perspective that you would never thought of? Um, that's tough. That's yeah. a tough one. Um, as far as like giving me a different perspective to look upon, yeah. Um, I want to say yes, but um. Also, I don't, that's tough because I don't feel like it challenged me enough to want to do better because there's, there's some things I could take away. It's the first relationship with, uh, Todd. No, absolutely not. Um, and but I do like I said with her that relationship I learned so much mm-hmm. and um one of the craziest parts of it I and I tell most people I don't know I don't think I tell most people but like what I want to tell most people is that um cuz the relationship was so toxic and you know, every night it because it was so bad that, you know, when nobody likes the person you with mm. and not only that, it your relationship with them starts to tarnish because of that person mm-hmm. is tough. But even though that was happening in that midst, I still didn't know I still was blind and I would get in the shower every night, pray like, yo, God, if this if this girl is for me, like um, if she's not for me, send me signs that I can see or that I know of that she's not for me. And I was like, OK, if I don't see signs, I'm going to stay with her. Mm-hmm. And because and I, I thought I didn't see signs, but my dumb ass when I when we broke up. I look back and I was like, God damn, them was the size. Like, you stupid motherfucker. It's just you got uh, blind into seeing it. I wasted all that goddamn time. God was talking to me the whole time. <laughs> and it was like positions I was being put in, you know, things that was happening consistently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's your signs. Right. And I didn't understand it. But the thing is, I, I'm. I'm thankful for that relationship. Like I said, it taught me a lot. The second one, um, um, it it did give me. I saw something different, and but it didn't challenge me all the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause and I think that's the key thing. I feel like everyone should be challenged 
as well in a relationship. Exactly. It's somebody, somebody, it, and it's not, it's, it's something fresh, but it's like something that is going to consistently challenge you. It's almost like you, you want to get better because you see the person you're with doing better. Mm-hmm. And um, in the beginning, it was like that. You know, um, this person was helping me. She she definitely helped me improve my money or how to spend my money better. Um, but after a while, you I began to outgrow that person. Oh. And I even started to notice that. And I was on the right path of, you know, I remember I had a conversation with her. I was like, yo, like, you know, um, if you're not growing with me, then. I'm going to have to move on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was on the right path of saying that because I did start to feel like I was growing. Mm-hmm. But um, I stayed in it because I was I, w- I was hopeful that, you know, she would grow with me or try to grow with me or, right. you know, I could somehow motivate her by the way I move. And sometimes you can, but... Sometimes it don't always go the way. Yeah, you that person is just like okay, stubborn. Yeah, they stuck, and you like okay. goddamn you. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it sucks. So I I guess in answering that question, no, mm-hmm. um, there wasn't a balance. Well, can there ever be a balance? I believe there can. It depends on most part. Cause I think the balance is someone that helps you strive for improvement. And see, it that's where I think some people they I think some have it but they neglect it, acknowledging mm-hmm. it. I know that's more so how I am. I like to choose people that I can see where they need improvement on. And I think the problem with where I say I went wrong is I'm not choosing those who probably in some cases, well, I did choose one. Correction, I did choose a female that, who slightly improved me back to old good habits that I had. But it went down, downhill there. That's that, that what I did not care to speak of, but she just went and called the duty ghost and just some <laughs> bullshit at the end of the day. I was like, oh, Lord, if I had known that sooner than later, the bullshit she was doing, goddamn. Different results would have happened sooner. But it's always good to have something to balance you out, I would mm-hmm. say. Because it helps you, it helps pushes you a certain direction. Like, say, for example, uh, a woman who wants to be fit but doesn't find that motivation to be fit. Yeah, that's a big problem I had, too. And let's say, for instance, you're that person who's always motivated to be fit. You're that one balance that she probably needs but never tapped into. And that's all the keys essential parts. Now that person got the other part is that person needs to embrace the balance, too. But I say always first, I think we should always do in order for people to embrace something. Mm -hmm. We have to gradually, you know, sneak it in on them. It's like uh, how parents will sneak in good, healthy foods in your dish that you don't even acknowledge. You won't acknowledge the last minute, like, oh, you, I was eating healthy this whole damn time? <laughs> Shit. 
He's like, yeah, I just snuck it in on you, but you, you ate it. And now look at you. You're healthy and strong. Damn, smart motherfucker. You manipulated me in a good way. And that's how it is. It's like sometimes some people, you got to go about it in different ways. Everybody operates very differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some you might have to play a little card of manipulation. Not all manipulation is bad. Some is productive. We all manipulate in our daily lives to begin with. Since we're born infants, we have to persuade our parents to understand us by manipulating them to please us. Mm -hmm. So we cry. Cry is what got us our way. (laughs) And it made the parents go cuckoo. But hey, it gets us what we want. And that is results. And what helps us out. And unfortunately, in certain situations, you have to result into that baby behavior. And not saying literally crying, but doing something that helps give results. And I'm not saying in a selfish way, more so it's selfless as well, too. Because at the end of the day, it's a we situation. Mm-hmm. Number one thing, it's always a we in a relationship, that especially when y'all live together. Should always be that. If it's not, then you got yourself an issue in the future. Oh, yeah. Big. I mean, if the person ain't saying big, big, big. we, it's two different things going on. Either they just going through like, hey, they're not trying to be solely dependent on you. Or that motherfucker just out there just slanging something else to other people. Slanging a little bit something, something to some people. I'm just saying, but hey, it should be a we focus. That's the way it should be a relationship. Because there's no I. Ain't no I meet. Uh-uh, it is we. Yeah, exactly. And um, I feel like, too, um, always look for, you know, when a person is displaying themselves to to do things differently. Uh-huh. You know, because a lot of the time, um, what we want to offer to that next person to our relation is the same thing we gave the last person mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily fair I'm um, not saying that you have to switch it up and do something new but don't give your leftovers to uh, to a new customer mm-hmm. you know create them a, whole, a, a new dish mm-hmm. to where they can enjoy don't bring that same energy from the last relationship that didn't go well into the next relationship come with some some New some vibes. fresh energy mm-hmm. filter out the bad you know and get that good energy mm-hmm. because you never know and um that's where you know yes it is it's not easy it's difficult because of you never know what you're gonna get and you know you feel you may feel like that person's not deserving of it but you know always Bring that fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember that like that old stuff to the new thing, mm-hmm. and I get like a little, a little example on more so what my ex she did was she compared mm-hmm. me and her ex, and her ex was more so uh, I would classify as a sociopath. He manipulates for control, and her have her to only depend on him. And one thing he. Stated to her a word that she said she never liked was immature. And the way I, one time, and I've noticed it, 
how she was acting was immature at one point. And I said that because I said that word to her, she she thought now I want to say I'm I'm acting just like him and all that just because of one word. Now, see, that's the problem is what some people don't realize. If the villain that you say is the villain says this one particular word towards you and you get mad at it, okay. But if the also the hero supposedly in that relationship says that same exact word, that means you got to question yourself. Because if the hero and the villain agrees upon this one word, that means you got to check within yourself. Are you acting accordingly to this word? Because they both used it. One's good, one's bad. But they both describe the same word to you. How you're acting. How you go about things. So, is it true should be the question. Not, well, you're just acting like that person. No, because they used something or did something that's similar does not mean it's an act of that person. Maybe because you need to ask yourself as well. And that's what people have a hard time doing. I think that'll be an interesting podcast soon is reflecting and deflecting. Mm. Because they some people have a habit of deflecting. Some don't mind reflecting. But the problem is, I think the issue we have today in current relationships is acknowledging the truth. Mm-hmm. And that, I, just like what I said, that goes hand in hand with um, also reflecting and mm-hmm. back on your previous relationships. Because people, when you enter something new, they're on the outside looking in. And they don't know, they don't necessarily know the ins and outs of what you've been through. So if they're tapping into something that was a problem previously, you you gotta you gotta now you gotta look at yourself mm-hmm. like mm. somebody said if your previous relationship said communication, now your latest relationship saying communication. Mm-hmm. Hey, some some's clicking. And more so like the people want to be the mirror, but not the person looking at the mirror. Amen. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. But uh, y'all, like, man, it's so much to relationships. Like I said, it's such a wide range topic. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to try We're going to try to do like kind of like this month dedicated to it. If we steer away from it, just know that uh, we'll get back to it. But um, I'm definitely going to be featuring some more people because these relationships is something else, man, from top mm. to bottom, left, right. They, side, side. Yeah. They 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 something else. So uh next week I'ma have some special guests on to um touch on some some more interracial relationships and different type of relationships and the difference between dating this and that, you know. So we're gonna get it we're gonna get it popping for y'all. Stay tuned. Let's get it um started. once again I appreciate y'all for, for being present and listening giving us y'all ears um continue to listen because we got a lot more for you um y'all can hit us on the black market 0275 instagram page if you have any questions concerns comments whatever Uh, topics all above you can hit at 
Mm-hmm. And ooh we unstoppable underscore X hero. Long as hell. Long as hell. Uh, y'all, I recently dropped the video on the Black Market YouTube page, Black Market Two Seven Five. We did the daring crazy questionnaires too. So go check that up, y'all. Go ahead, like that up, comment, subscribe. And um, part three coming out soon. We got a lot more for y'all. So be be looking out and stay tuned. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace.